I'm Katie. And I'm Steven. This is the City of Reading Podcast. Welcome back to State of the City 2023, Keeping a Balance Audio Edition. Part three is all about parks, recreation, and trails with Community Services Director Kim Niemer. Some highlights include the Salt Creek Heights Playground and Trail System, changes coming to the Reading Library, and the new Shestina Ranch Park construction that's underway. Enjoy. So I don't know if you're aware, but I'm a big baseball fan. And I'd not, heard that. Yeah, yeah. So not only did I grow up playing on the fields of Reading, but now I'm a Little League coach, a Little League dad. Um, and so, as are you. Yes, I, I am. Know. So it's, um, it's something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, what, what the latest information is on Big League Dreams, on Tiger Field, South City Park, these are community amenities that also um, do a good job of attracting and retaining our workforce. So, um, Mayor DeQuisto, what do you know about these topics? I never coached Little League Baseball, but I was a baseball fan. My dad actually took me to see the Washington Senators when they were years and years ago and taught me how to keep the little score thing where you do the K and the, the X and this and that, So, and I'd forgotten that now. Um, so I'll take each one separately. Tiger Field has been a huge success. They've done wonderful things over there at virtually no cost to the city. And so that's a wonderful thing for the community. Big League Dreams, it's an interesting name, <laughs> Big Dreams. Uh, sometimes the dreams don't always work out exactly the way you think they should. In essence, Big League Dreams started 10 or 15 years ago, and the city signed a long-term lease. And they basically what they said is, we'll, we'll let an operator operate the park, and we'll take a percentage of the gross revenue that comes in for our rent. And that worked for a little while, then the operator kind of slowed down, and the park didn't get maintained the way it was supposed to. The operator then sold it to a new operator who's in the process now of buying. They bought The operator had eight or nine different parks throughout California, and this is the smallest park. So it's the last one to get fixed. But we have a deal with the operator now to pay the back rent and to come and make some capital improvements and fix it back up again. So, But that's a work in progress, and it, it hasn't worked out exactly the way everybody thought that it should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a good idea. There's some disagreement on the council as to what to do with South City Park. And here's the heart of the, the issue with parks. You can get lots of grant money from all kinds of places to, to build a park, make a park nicer, make the boat ramp nicer, make this nicer, newer, better. The problem is you have to maintain it. Well, that's a whole separate funding source. And with these grants, there's no funding source to maintain them. And when times get tough, some of the first things to get cut are park maintenance. Because would you, if you, that's, that's part of the balancing act that you have to do on city council is which one do you want to cut? you want to cut community service officers or you want to cut park funding? But that's always an issue with the, with the parks and what they want to do. Um, South City Park had to be gated for a long time. It's still, or fenced, fenced and gated. Mm-hmm. It's, it still is. Um, there's a plan in the, in the works now to, to, spend $10 million or some kind of thing to fix it all up again. I hope it works. You know, is the answer you don't try to improve the park at all? Maybe. I I suggested maybe you just improve it a little bit. But, you know, the council voted otherwise. And so that's not... Hopefully it works. I also wanted to say that um, it has been really impressive to see what the city has done in uh, the community services department in going after grants. Um, the funds are going to go to some community. It may as well be ours. And when you look at projects like Panorama Park and the, the bike uh, park that um, is planned, those type of projects are significant for our current citizens that are here locally. And then also when people are looking at 
uh, Reading and Shasta County as a place to live, I think that that can make a difference too. Yeah, it's making it's, it's making a lot of difference in business recruitment and trying to bring a business or talent. Talent's a big deal. Uh, workforce is the number one challenge in economic development nationally and really even globally right now. And that used to always be the historical model was how much you're going to pay for utilities, for land, for labor. Where are you going to go? Is it entitled? Do you have the site? Can you get a permit? And now the conversation really is shifting to we don't just need kind of the the spreadsheet that shows us why this is a great community. We want to know can people afford to buy a house? Can't do they have parks? Do we have good schools. And I think Reading does have a lot of these amenities and we really shine as much as we do have problems. We do have a lot of great amenities here that makes it a great place to live. We actually do. We've, we moved here in 1994 and I love it here. I, you know, you could move, lots of people move out, but I've stayed and lots of people do stay because you believe in the city and you believe in the community. That's why I took the job on city council. I want to try to make a difference. And I will say this, the city in general is pretty good about getting grants and looking for grants to try to improve the parks and improve the, the amenities that we have and improve the trails. And this, you still have the maintenance issue, but as far as getting the grants and getting the money into Reading and, and doing the construction and doing those projects, the city as a whole does a very good job getting it. The, the parks are a good thing. the Director of Community Services for the City of Reading. And uh, wow, what a year we've had. So we started off uh, opening up our new park at Salt Creek Heights. That was a partnership with the developers and we built a castle on the hill. Uh, very exciting to be able to bring a nice big playground to the west side of Reading. Uh, we also are well into planning start construction later this year on Shastina Ranch Park really on the far other side of the city um, near the airport. And that also is a partnership with the same developers to bring a large neighborhood park to that new subdivision, which will ultimately have over 700 houses and a new school. So having a park designed and built into that project is really exciting. Um, we also restored four different playgrounds at our older existing neighborhood parks. So trying to put a refresh and new life into those. Uh, Cumberland Park in particular, we did a new swing set and had some community fundraising around that. It was a great celebration and really brought that neighborhood together. Also, I'm excited at Big League Dreams. That has been a work in progress, but also breathing some new life into that. Uh, the construction crews have been here. They've got a lot of work done. And the new ownership is bringing new resources, new energy, kind of get that um, facility back on track. South City Park. So, you know, we had over a year of community engagement around that and lots of input from the neighbors and garden track, park view, the cliff drive area, and ultimately came up with a design that is going to have a lot of attractions. So we're going to have a big destination playground, pickleball courts, walking path, um, a dog area, so really, after many years and some great sadness of having to lock that park down, we are very close to being able to reimagine and bring back this important downtown park. We're also celebrating right next door the 100th anniversary of Tiger Field. And the work that the Colt 45s have done there has been amazing. Uh, and then next door, that is the library, of course. And so we have a great children's department again. and. Lots of resources at the library, uh, including one that I really enjoy, which is the Libby audiobook subscription, free audiobooks. I highly recommend it. Um, and we're working on a project to redo all the flooring 
which is going to give us the opportunity to completely reorganize the library. And then closing that off would be public art. So it's been also a really productive year for that. We had new murals downtown. We had the um, Manzanita on the water pump station on the river trail, as well as up by the Stress Ribbon Bridge. And then later this year, we're going to be um, installing with the sponsorship of the Emerson family a large uh, sculpture in honor of Susan Emerson. And it will be that landmark on the other side. One of the things I'm probably most excited about is the work on trails right now. We've been working with our federal land partners and uh, local organizations on what we're calling the future of Reading Trails. And this is to master plan out a number of new trail systems and segments so that we can create um, connections between our different trail destinations and really put Reading on the map, both for mountain bike trails, but just overall walking trails. Yeah, it's been a fun and busy year. We've also set in motion many exciting plans into the future and uh, look forward to seeing it all come together. Thanks for listening. Tune in to part four to hear about Reading Airport growth, economic development downtown, and what's going on with the Riverfront Specific Plan with Development Services Director Jeremy Pagan and Assistant City Manager Steve Bade.